Um, before we start anything, please close your eyes and pray with me as we welcome the Lord in this session. Holy Father, merciful Christ, glorious, heavenly, wonderful, loving, and just joyous God. Thank you for this beautiful day, for this wonderful moment, for filling my heart with so much love and so much of you. And I'm still thirsty, God. We're all thirsty to hear more from you, God. And so... We need you and your presence in this moment. I put everybody, everyone who's out there and listening, or our family members and our friends, or anyone who's any, in any way connected to us, I put them all in your hands, God. I pray for those who do not believe in you, that you reach their hearts and they get to know you as who you are, and they meet you for who you are and they understand you and finally fall into a love that we've all tasted and seen and it is good so i pray for everyone who's in a situation that is really hard let it be economical social anything anyway god you you know why we've been in all these places we're built to be rulers and winners and greatness of your glory is seen through us god so i pray for everyone who needs you god that you reach their hearts and you stand in their situation god and bring healing into their lives i speak against every destruction in this moment and power any demonic power that is trying so hard to put us down in the name of Jesus Christ I pray amen um welcome back to the Christian Diary podcast my name is Quentin K host as usual and um today the Lord spoke to me um about this message um it was for me before and then I guess he finally allowed me to say it to you too and I pray that it really just penetrates into the deepest part of you and just you get to learn about Christ a little bit more um it's been like a like three or two months ago one of my bible study teachers an amazing teacher um stood in front of us and he was trying to explain one among the subjects that we were learning that day and he was about the bible course and he was he reached at this point and he spoke about miracles and healings and he said this he said miracles are meant for non-believers so they turn their hearts and find it in their hearts to give god a chance to fall in love with christ to change their ways and finally see god for who he is and healings these are meant for believers Back in the days, I used to think um, miracles was like the topic and healing was like a subtopic. He said these things go together sometimes. And it's true. I've read some of the scriptures I'll give to you today and we read together and they're really into between these two things. But really, um, I got to understand. I used to think that me as a believer, I know I already believe in Christ. But then if I want healing, I'm going to have to somehow, it's, 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 it's right. I mean, it's okay. But... I'll have to have somebody else put their hands on me, you know, for me to get healed. It's like overrated if I 
pray for myself i mean i can believe i'll be healed once a person put their hands on me or pray for me i have to wait for my pastor to say if you need something come forward and let's pray for you and that's what i thought like that's how i get healed that's how i get through situations either my mom's mom prays for me or my fellow christian pray for me but i really never thought as healing as my birth right my redemption right after i received jesus christ to be the father of mercy my life and everything i need in my life you know he's everything he's the mixture of everything in me if when i received him that's when i received the right to be healed that's when i received him when he comes he comes with all the attributes to healing um to be um forgiven to be um joyful to be um successful it comes with all these things and it's all me to that's why i really love being with christ because it's a journey of you understanding every little bit of you in him every single day and it's fun it's fascinating it's amazing i've said this before living in christ he little by little he takes some things some little clips in you he just takes them out and really shows you that i'm actually working on this right now and when at the end of the day you sit there like huh wait this was the problem the whole time you know what thank you god you get to enjoy the trip and the journey so if you are a believer and you're sitting right there and you have a sickness or you have a situation it is nobody's job to put their hands on you yes but now that you know you've got to tell jesus all these people you heal in the bible you have got to heal me i had a situation that i was going through it was in my body it was almost like a disease and i told it was like it was too much it's, it was the discomfort it was not pain but discomfort it was distracting me for for like months you know and i remember one time i said god really heal me right now please heal me right now and i really rebuked it and it just like for like three months or um last year it, it just disappeared and it was wow finally and then it came back this recently and i was what happened and every time i sin every time i do something you know sin right now as a believer doesn't have to be in the Ten Commandments. There is so much sin in the Bible. If you read the Bible, you will find everything just... If you do this, it's not right. If you do this, it's not right. As long as it feels wrong in your heart, now that you have the Holy Spirit, that's sin. That is sinning against Christ. That is so much sinning. And you know if you've been in Christ and you have the Holy Spirit, it is so much uncomfortable when you've done something that the Holy Spirit says no to. It feels so uncomfortable. It feels like the worst sin you've ever done in the world. So every time that happened, this thing started coming back again, making me so discomfort, you know, uncomfortable. It was such a discomfort. It was so annoying. And then I got to understand just today just today as i'm speaking like today i prayed i was worshiping i was just my heart is full of worship I was worshiping all day and then i got to have a moment with christ I, i sat down on the floor and when i was singing i started praying and i prayed and god brought this um this this thing back about healing a miracle and i i understood the fact and i said god This between me and you, this between you and I, you and me. 
I need my healing, Jesus. And then I prayed, and this thing was just loud. And then it just shut up. And I got to understand, sometimes it's just my faith was like, oh, it can go. Yeah, it can go. But there was like this part of me which was like, is it gone? Okay, but I'm healed, but I think it's here. But I'm healed. I told God, if I'm born again, okay, I am your temple. If you read the Bible and see how a temple looks like. Have you read the Bible, honey? All that gold. Now, the Lord has called me his temple. Do you know what that means? I'm the temple of the templists. Okay? The dopest temple ever. Now, he looks at me and he sees insecurities. He sees all these loud things in me. And he's like, child, okay, we need to talk about this for real. We need to fix this. And I look at myself and I sit there and I was like, God, if I'm your temple... You sure don't want your temple to look like this, having all these disasters. Your temple is getting disturbed. All these birds pooping around. God. And then finally, I'm healed. God, I'm so healed. Praise Jesus. Now, I really want, I, I would really want someday we, that we have a guest that will teach us about living with your healing and living through it. Because we always, I always, even I always knew about just starting up with healing like faith and that's all but there is just living with healing i mean we need to go deeper in that we're gonna touch a bit of that but we need to go deeper with that because as christians as believers you know i bless god because i feel like my ministry is more to people who are really lukewarm and believers who are just right here but right here not growing just here because I've been in that stages for quite a long time. I am like a con. I'm, I'm like a con. A lukewarm con. I've been there for too long. I understand it so much. It's too much. You don't want to be there. That's like a sickness. You are still a sinner, honey. You see yourself lukewarm, but God doesn't see you. It's like devil claiming you. And Christ don't see him in you. So, actually you are a sinner. So, you're just in the devil's side. Because being lukewarm means you don't really believe in Christ 100%. You're giving him like 20 or 10% and that does not work. Lukewarm is like hiding under somebody's shade. Your mother's shade or your church shade. Just acting like Christian but you're not Christian. There are things that you're, you're craving and you want to do. Some of them are you're, you're actually doing. Sometimes you go to Christ like I'm sorry, forgive me. But all those times that you're not in Christ and saying I'm sorry, forgive me. All those times you're not really working hard to be in Christ. You are not in Christ. The devil is calling you and your name is not in the holy book unless you just say it. I'm sorry in that moment. I don't know. But Christ is merciful God and I pray for you. I really do. Okay, back to healing and miracles. <laughs> okay, um, so like I said, healing is your right by uh, your second birth. That is after, after redemption, after accepting Christ. I went through my, diction- uh, my dictionary and I kind of went through what is healing and it said... Um, healing means correct or put right and uh, heal healed without ing means correct or put right and make or become sound or healthy again those are the two definitions that I got about heal and I read uh, the definition for miracle in my dictionary and it said miracle means an extraordinary and welcome event that is not explicable by natural or scientific laws you can't explain it for real. Just 
it happened it's a miracle you cannot explain it so um let's read a bit about healing in uh the book of um okay i'm just i'm not gonna read this you know it so the book of john chapter 11 verse 21 to 27 we see a character her name is martha you know what martha was uh this was like after lazarus death and he was already you know let's just read it um john chapter 11 verse 21 to 27 21 says lord martha said to jesus if you had been here my brother would not have died but I know that even now God will give you uh, God will give you whatever you ask. Jesus said to her, Your brother will rise again. Twenty-four, Martha answered, I know he will rise again in the resurrection at the last day. Jesus said to her, I am the resurrection and the life. The one who believes in me will live, even though they die. And whoever lives by believing in me will never die. Do you believe this? Um, 27 says yes lord she replied i believe that you are the messiah the son of god who is who is to come into the world so i want to repeat this part what jesus um said to her in verse 25 he said i am the resurrection and the life the one who believes in me will live even though they die and whoever lives by believing in me will never die do you believe in this this is a question to you from jesus I'm the resurrection and the life. I carry all the healing. I carry all the success. I carry all your answers. The one who believes in me will live, prosper, healthy again. Your ears will be healed again. Even though they die, even though they're in that situation that says zero, zero, you need a minister. To put hands on you and whoever lives by believing in me will never die do you believe this so if you read this um the resurrection of um lazarus you get to understand it was just not it was not just it was it's both healing and miracle in these two concepts for martha it worked for martha um for the sake of her healing for you know healing um I think for for us miracles i'm trying to say miracles in a way for a believer that's why i'm saying healing for us healing means growing our faith that's why you find something in your body and ask god why do i have this and then finally you get to understand what do you have in your hands and say i have the power to rebuild this and it will go and i'm giving all this questions and and mind that says it can't happen to christ so he does what he want to do pray for you and you're done you believe that christ did it if you get healed from that first of all from the moment that you start saying i have the power to rebuke this to the moment you know that you have been healed without seeing it and then getting really healed child that is growth in faith that you will never ever have you ever been in church and watched all these people testify? From our healings, we get to testify. As Christians, I've been in church and I see these people who I never thought go through some issues. Go out there and testify and you're like, what? You go, what? Wait, you had what? And the fact about testifying, this is another thing, sons and daughters of Christ. 
for non-believers it turns their minds around their hearts around they get surprised and finally get to understand there is God God actually did this I want this God but for us when they testify our faith just get a little bit motivation to grow a little fire it's not little it's actually a lot of fire is installed in us and so we start to operate in the works of faith and finally get out of the situation that we never thought we could work out of you get me so let's jump to verse 39 of the same chapter of john 11 um verse 39 <clears throat> excuse me um i will read uh, take away the stone he said this is jesus saying but lord said martha the sister of the dead man okay i'm gonna repeat this verse 39 take away the stone he said but lord said martha the sister of the dead man by this time there is a bad order for he has been there for four days then jesus said did i not tell you that if you believe you will see the glory of god i have been in a situation where god is saying no or sometimes i look at my okay i'm a student so i have these issues with school a lot and I was looking at myself and I was like, I am not going to pass this one. I am not. Oh my, I'm not going to pass this one. Definitely not going to pass. Not going to pass. And then in me, there's this piece like, excuse us, this cool pay girl, what you talking about? And in my mind, it comes in my mind like, I'm not going to, you're not going to pass. Do you know this? This hard girl. This, this is really hard. I mean, for real, you can, you can ace this question, but not this one, not this one. And I go home after an examination, just go home and chill. And I'm like, oh, this exam today. And then I pray and I tell God, I prayed before I got to the examination. I prayed, but the moment I was studying and I welcomed you in the examination session. So I did what I did because you let me do it. Even if, even if I, even, even I remembered because of your grace, you let me remember what I wrote. I feel in my heart that I didn't do enough. That I feel like I could have done more. That's why I feel like I could I shouldn't I wouldn't pass that, but I don't wanna leave in that saying that I wouldn't. So I cleaned up my mouth. Forgive me for my mouth and my thoughts that I thought I wouldn't pass. So I'm just gonna leave this crazy situation to you. I give it all to you and I believe that you will do it. At this time I'm saying you will do it. This mind is like girl you know okay 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 and it's really hard in times of faith where you have all these questions and they're not really you they the devil speaking people keep saying their voices in my head it's actually the devil honey it's just the devil that's final devil trying to tell you things like you cannot pass you won't but i mean it's just a subject in class and he in my mind telling me i can't pass for real like what what level how many how low can he go how low can he go? He will go that low. So, and then I went home. And then the result came out. I actually got an A. I'm not lying. I'm not making this up. But I actually got an A. And I'm like, what? I remember, uh, like, uh, last semester, I got a B in this um, examination. And I was like, what? What? I mean, other people got A's. Some of my friends that are actually really intelligent and geniuses. And then I got an A. I mean, a B. I was like, what? I did not accept the B. I did not expect it. I mean, 
I know, but I'm not a bee, Jesus. A bee, I mean, a bee could be a really, a really miraculous moment for a person. And my heart was rejoiceful. I, 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 I checked all my results and I was like, you know you did not study enough to get all these A's and B's, girl. You did not. How did you get them all? I'm like, glory be to you, God. So I'm just saying every moment <laughs> that God lets you go through, he really lets you understand. I don't know why God really lets me speak about my my studies. I think it's just some people here, this generation nowadays, young ones, we are the ones who are really pushing God away. Like our parents, our brothers and our sisters have done really great with going out, going with Christ. But we always like mixing Jesus with some nails. Like I can mix Jesus with um saying thank you for I ate good, good food. I woke up safe, you know, this supernatural stuff, you know, the supernatural things like how I chewed my food and went safe. Though I know there's a digestion system, but thank you anyway. And then when it comes to studying, it's like you have to study hard, girl. Studying itself needs Jesus. Did you know that? I know you know that, but you don't want to get into your mind. Studying itself needs Jesus. Studying in front of people and presenting your part of work is super needing in Jesus. You need Jesus everywhere you go. Somebody said you need Jesus in Walmart. I mean, you need Jesus everywhere you go. Some people say like, I can ace this. You just need confidence. You need Jesus to have confidence sometimes. I mean, confidence itself runs away from you. You need Jesus. I mean, I've been in places where I am in shock and I just say, Jesus, I don't even know. I'm going to leave this to you. You take my mouth, take my You do what you do. And then I went in front of all these people and I spoke everything. And I was like, people are like, okay, girl right nice you know i get these feedbacks and you're like no i don't think those were mine among the things that really jesus had to deal with me because i really had a situation with my ministry is me not believing in myself this self-esteem situation all these things all these things that's all those things yes i had those all those he had to deal with each one of them to be me but some of them i didn't even know i had i mean i didn't think i had self-esteem that was really low just never thought that was me but then it was and he looked he really worked in me and now i minister i mean i minister i minister guys i minister hallelujah praise jesus you can minister too ministry has been one thing that really hurt my feelings every time i failed every time i think i really failed people came back to me and they say God is really working in you. And I'm like, I don't see that, guys. I do not see that. I know he is in some way, but I don't I don't feel it. I don't I don't want to imagine Jesus' face when I was saying that. I am so sorry, God. But he was at the moment. He was actually at the moment. And then okay. So yeah. <laughs> That's it. So this is Martha. She said, I believe. And she said, Jesus, I just read this question over and over. And did you not, did I not tell you that if you believe, you will see the glory of God? This is verse 40 of chapter 11, John. How many times did God said, I can do it. You, I live in you. When you accepted me, I came in your heart. And I, I am in there actually right now. You just don't talk to me enough you don't find me enough that's why we don't see each other a lot but i'm actually in here i'm here how many if you're one of these people 
in a situation where you feel um, you have all this situation and problems that you are in and you feel maybe lonely and down but you know you're Christian and you know God isn't there somehow if you have that situation maybe this is your message he's in there he really is in there all he wants to you to do first of all is believe that he's in there because he is in there so just let's start with that clean that up and then believe in you if he lives in you he will prophesy through you if he lives in you you and him are one he said that you believe in the father believe in me me and the father are one and so you and i are one let's proceed so um as you can see later Lazarus is healed he comes out and I think an elevation of Martha's faith just came up like whoop um let's read uh, the preceding scripture on verse 41 so they took away the stone then Jesus looked up and said I love this part please read with me father I thank you that you have heard me I knew that you always hear me but I said this for the benefit of those people standing here that they may believe you sent me. So we're done with Martha. Her healing is done. He checked him out. I mean, Jesus checked her up real quick. And then now we come for the sake of the miracle that is about to happen for all these people. I've realized this just now that when it comes to a believer's healing, it's a work of faith to get to the healing. You need to believe first. You need to work on your faith before you get healed. So if you have a sickness in your feet, or you have a discomfort in your ear, or you have a headache that never goes away, but it's still there. It's not that harsh, but it's here. God is asking you to work on your faith first before you get healed. Because faith is healing itself. So the moment you're working on your faith, the moment you get healed. Okay? But miracles... They happen right that moment. And then right that moment, people get to understand, oh, wow, really? They, the God, the God they did this? Oh, I want this one. So they shake, they get to shake these people's hearts, these miracles. It's like, it's like a what? An electric shock? That's a miracle. But a healing, a healing is like taking a medicine, you know? You're taking in all these pills, taking pills little by little, little by little to get to the healing. And now finally, you're safe. You can walk now. You can walk great. I mean, you're healed. That's how it works for a believer. You have to take your own healing. I mean, if you want it, take it. You have it. Just take it. Now hold it in your hands and take it. I read this part in the Bible and I was looking at I was reading the book. I'm reading the Bible right now from the beginning to the end. I'm in the book of Judges. And I read this man, he was a judge before Deborah. It was like a chapter before Deborah. And this guy, he people. Is it called an, an ox god? Is it what? It's like this stick that you used to, I mean, shepherds use for their herds. I mean, use it to lead your animals and take care of them and everything. He killed 600 people. I'm like, okay. I look at this stick. I mean, I know my culture. This stick, if you get beat by this stick, it, it hurts a lot. 
but the strength to you know swing in that thing all over 600 times i mean that's more like six, i think when he killed 600 people he hit them more than 600 times so he was like hitting 600 he's like you have the stick on your hand you have this thing on your hand what do you call it in english i just i'm just gonna say stick okay stick it is you have this stick on your hand you're holding it take your healing child you have christ living in you what else do you want so this was what i was i was getting you know preached on in my mind and my heart and i was like my mind and my heart better come together and understand this that i have jesus he lives in me i don't care what my environment tells me like you born again wow okay i don't care what people say they know i know he knows we live together in one body he is in me so child take your healing because of course if you get healed it's a miracle for somebody else to believe in Christ too. So just, I love the fact that the, all these things in Christ, they walk in, you know, they walk together in any way. They just walk together. Even though you're not related, they still walk together. My healing will someday bring a miracle on somebody's life. And this miracle will turn their lives and bring somebody else in Christ. This is amazing. Child of God, for your faith, you need to go. You need God. I mean, if you could feel what I'm feeling right now, God is so sweet. I pray that Jesus, I know I speak fast and I love speaking fast because I speak a lot of things at the same time. I mean, this is an ability to speak a lot of things in one second. I love it. But I pray that this speaking really gets into you. It's not my voice, but Christ really talking to you. That's what I'm looking at. God, please talk to your people. Please talk to your people, Jesus Christ. Anyway, okay, let's proceed. Miracles. Uh, let's read a scripture on miracles. Uh, John, the same book of John, um, chapter 9. Chapter 9. Let's go to John chapter 9. It will be great if you're reading together. So you can also read. And I'm reading the NIV version of the Bible. So if you have the King James, you can do it. Or you have a SUV for Swahili, please do it. Read it together. Um, John chapter 9 verse 1 to 3 let me read it um this is when jesus heals a, a, a blind man and he says as he went along he saw a man blind from birth his disciples asked him rabbi who sinned this man or his parents that he was born blind verse 3 neither this man nor his parents sinned jesus said said jesus but this happened so that the works of god might be displayed on him so if you read this chapter th- uh, verse 3 it says um i think it's a b but this happened so that the works of god might be displayed in him did you hear what i said like a, my last sentence before i jumped into this first it's like the last last sentence before i said i speak fast he my miracle to my healing today my healing today will one day bring a miracle in somebody else's life. So this man was blind. He got the miracle and he got the healing. I think it's both at the same time. We'll read. As more as you read the scriptures, please come back to me and tell me what do you think really happened. Is it a miracle? Is it a healing? But I'm going to read the scripture and tell you what I think. What the Lord let me see. So this uh, verse three get to understand in this healing this month's healing and miracle there's a miracle for the sake of other people too that all the works of god did get displayed through him through his blindness okay how okay let's keep reading 
verse 35 it's a very long story you get to read it it's not that long it's fascinating so just get read it um get, get started reading it um, okay just um verse 35 of the first uh of the same chapter 9 of john it says jesus heard that they had thrown him out so he went and told all these pharisees and everything and this happened just read it i'm not gonna tell you the story read it jesus heard that they had thrown him out and when he found him he said do you believe in the son of man 36 says who is he sir the man asked tell me so that i may believe in him jesus said you have now seen him in fact he's the one speaking with you the man said lord i believe and he worshipped him amazing right so all this time there was all this story behind about how he went to the pharisees and how everybody was like he healed him and some people actually when they were i mean they divided they found themselves into two groups the ones who say he's a jesus a sinner he can't heal a person and the other said if he was a sinner how could he heal a person unless he comes from god so they believe in christ and this man this, this is just one man he was just blind that's all that happened in his life his mother and father assured everybody that we gave birth to this kid and he was blind and now from his healing other people get to see a miracle and they get to believe and now God, Jesus himself, is talking to him and he says, I healed you. I'm Jesus. And he's like, God, I believe. So I think this time, what do you think? Was this a miracle to this man or was it a healing? I think because he was not a, he was not a believer, it was a miracle. So if you have any challenging question or, or other challenging comments, or what's the word, what's the right word? Um anything you want to share with us that is really challenging please share because i think this is the part where this man met a miracle two miracles one for him so he can believe two for other people so they can see the works of god and get to believe so mission accomplished the miracle worked two two ways so this was his miracle um as we can see he finally believes um so um there are steps to reaching your healing for you who is a believer let's read the book of mark it's just before the book of john it's after the book of matthew if you're opening your bible uh, mark chapter chapter 9 verse verse 21 i think we think we all reached so i'm just gonna read just ask the boy boy's father so there's this man who whose son had a demonic issue he will fall and all this thing happened and let's just read you can read it so you can remember what really happened and if you've never read it please read it because it will be amazing um we'll read to verse 24 so it's chapter 9 of mark 21 to 24 okay Jesus asked the boy's father, Jesus asked the boy's father, how long has he been like this? From childhood, he answered. It has often thrown him into fire or water to kill him. But if you can do anything, take pity on us and help us. If you can, said Jesus, everything is possible for one who believes. If you read this scripture somewhere, please, now you can note it. It's from the Mark um chapter 9 verse 23 it says if you can 
said Jesus. Everything is possible for one who believes. So, everything is possible for one who believes. For the one who believes, everything is possible. Believe it. You can be healed from that disease without nobody putting their hands on you because you already have the man who who walks on them hands that or people who put their hands on people. He lives in the same man that lets his work his works get displayed displayed through other people. He's in you, and he can do it. Even right now, he can do it. So stop asking. Can he do it? Tell you just like, if you can, please heal me from this sickness because I can't walk right. I feel like I am ashamed in your gospel because I can't even walk right and I'm preaching your gospel. Don't tell him if you can because he can. But do you believe? This is why I understand from this verse. When Jesus says, if you can, he says, I can. But do you believe? Because anything is possible if you believe. How many times did the worldly, worldly advice told us, you have to believe in yourself? Yeah. Now believe in the one who lives in you. And believe that because he lives in you, you can do anything and anything can happen because he lives in you. All the impossible things can work when he lives in you. So have strength even in yourself because he lives in you. You believing in him, you believing in yourself, it's the same thing. So don't be going to Christ and feeling pity in yourself. How are you gonna be feeling? Where does pity get placed in a place in a in a temple, God? This one amazing temple. Did you did you read the Bible? I mean, did you read the book uh, Exodus? I think. Did you read the book of Exodus? Did you read how the temple looks like? Did you read? Did you read how how David did all this preparation for the temple? Did you read that? It takes time. It takes time to get the temple ready. It takes all this good stuff to make the temple. Now, Jesus worked for the temple. He created the temple. How does Peter get in the temple, honey? You're the temple. So please, live like a glorious, sanctified, holy child of God, please. And stop having all these insecurities and everything. They don't have a place. I've learned all these insecurities, mental issues. They all lay in one thing. Spiritual realm. If you read, if you finish up with the spiritual realm, you will be done and you'll be healed. And you will be walking safe and fine. The moment that you start believing that I'm sick, you're going to be sick. And you'll be sick and sickness will be sickness to you. The moment that you believe in Christ and you give it all glory to him, you'll be healed and healing will be yours. That's how it works. So when we read, uh, let's finish up verse 24. It says, immediately the boy's father exclaimed, I do believe. Help me overcome my unbelief. I read this scripture. I think it's last year. It was between the time of Corona. And I remember one of my teachers in ministry, um, they were just picking somebody randomly to say something about the scripture they read for the day i read this it was saturday i think i read it on friday night i had this situation where i read scriptures for myself i read the bible and i said this because i was at a place i felt like i did not believe in god 
in some situations like i knew god can do this but when i get to some places i know he can do it for somebody else but not for me and that is so confusing i know the way i said it itself is so confusing but then i read this and it really worked for me and then i stood in front of people and i got asked the scripture and other people kept saying this amazing great wonderful scriptures and i said this one and then i think everybody looked at me differently i guess I felt really good because I don't know why God let me say that but I when I the moment I said it for myself this was healing to me again when I said it to my, again I feel I feel like yeah yeah I believe in God God please don't let me not don't let me be in that situation again I just want to believe you 100% and when I said it I think somebody got that scripture for themselves so praise God this scripture has worked itself in my life before and I I pray that it works for you so if you're in a place I got to understand that Oh God is so amazing. He's so I don't know. Is do we have a better word for mercy like extra mercy word? I don't believe in him enough but he still helped me to believe. Like how does that work? And so that is step one from reading the book of Mark, chapter nine, verse twenty-one to twenty-four. Um, that's the one among the first steps. So the first step is to believe, and then uh, the second step is called. Let's read Mark. Okay, the book of Mark. Book of Mark. Um, chapter 9 same chapter verse 28 29 after the healing of this boy um we get to uh read a little more um 28 I'll read after after Jesus had gone indoors his disciples asked him privately why couldn't we drive it out so um the boy's father brought the boy who was possessed by the demonic power and he asked the disciples to help rebuke the demon but they couldn't do it until Jesus came in the picture and when Jesus came in he spoke about their faith and then you should read the chapter really it's really nice so now they asked Jesus why couldn't we drive it out um 29 verse 29 says he replied this kind can come out only by prayer and in my SUV bible it says this can only happen by praying and fasting so yeah real 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 question to you and I how many times do we fast at least per week okay per month let's start there and then per week okay i'm not gonna you're not a child so i'm not just gonna be easy on you how many times do you fast per week for christ how many times You ever pass on lunch and breakfast for Christ? Or you all on your diet and your healthy situations like I need to be healthy. Oh, I have this, I have that. Yeah, that's why you don't see some healings in your life because you are holding on to some diseases and disasters and sufferings in your life. That's why you can't see your healings in your life. That's why you're so down economically. That's why you are shaking even if you're good economically. Everything is so much shaking. We both know if you're shaking, it's not successful yet. It's there but it's not there. Because everybody want to be in a place where it's clean. And God can give you that clean life, but you're still holding on in some situations like I have diabetes 
oh i have this sickness in my head that when i don't eat enough good food i mean my head start hurting or i don't i just don't have this i have this phobia for stuff i don't know if i'm calling you wild but i'm happy i'm doing it to bring you out of that sense that holding on to that sickness will not bring you a healing that you're looking for thank god is merciful he keeps you alive enough for thinking that i i just don't understand you are believing you're living in that situation how are you gonna get out of it okay some people gonna say i have hiv because i bought it myself it doesn't matter god forgave you he does not remember but he forgot it the moment he d- delivered you now you still have it because you don't believe in your healing that's why We've all, I've been in a place where I say, God, why, why though? This this person believed in you, Christ, and now they live in you. But why are they healed from such diseases? Why are they still living in that situation when other people get healed? I mean, why not them? Sometimes I think one among the reasons, one among, there are many reasons, but one among them is that you're holding on to that situation. You don't want to believe that Christ can really, 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 really keep you out of that and can really heal you from that. You don't want to live in that situation. I'm going to tell you something. If he does that, the moment you let him do it, and the fun fact about having Christ, when he gets you a healing, he wants you to work with him. He's going to heal you with you in the process. The glory is his, but he don't live like the glory is his. I mean, I'm so surprised when I live with Christ. I mean, he's so amazing. He's just one person who doesn't really care about, we give him the glory, but he really doesn't, if he has to choose between glory and love, he will choose you because you love every single day. So stop. Step three says, put your faith in work. Please put your faith in work. It's impossible. 23, we just read it. 23, verse verse 23, we just read it in, in Mark 9. Everything is possible to the one who believes. Everything is possible to the one who believes. Put your faith in work. First of all, believe it's impossible, but yes, believe. There's nothing that God prefers like the impossibilities because that's when he gets to show you that he really does love you. That's when he displays his love to you. So I'm not just talking to you, I'm also talking to myself. I had to be in a place where I had to believe. No mental issue, no physical issue, nothing is impossible in the, in the eyes of Christ. If he's not going to heal me now, he's in the process. So I must still believe in him. I must still walk on his grace. He's doing it now. And I know if he's working on it, he's not just doing for me, but he's working He's he's working with me so somebody else can work on the glory of believing in God. Somebody else can live in the grace of believing in God. Somebody else can work on that grace. So please, don't delay somebody's grace. Don't delay your own miracle, your own healing. Please, you've been past the miracle session. The miracle phase is, is past you. So please... Your future right now is to grab what you have. You were done with the days that we had to chew food for you and you got to eat it. Where we had to tell you, let me put your hands on you. No, we're done with that. You are on your own right now, standing on your own because now you have to believe and remember that you have a God in you that don't need somebody's hands on you. He can do it from inside you because the same hands somebody else had them, they also... Your hands too, the same power, the same power is in your hands too. So put your hands on that place. Whatever way the Holy Spirit leads you, and do it.
If you don't have the Holy Spirit, seek Him. Fast, pray, call God, tell Him. It is impossible. For many people, and I thought it was impossible that getting the Holy Spirit needs me to have somebody else. I need to be in a crowd. But I know this. Let me tell you something. Paul. You see, Paul? He never lived around Jesus. But I read the book, the book of Acts, and I see Paul having some certain visitations with Christ. Like he's with Jesus on his sad moments. He's writing this book and he's with Jesus. I'm like, what? Wait a minute. What? Paul himself, I mean, for real. I know all these people know about Saul being Paul now. When he had to be blind, you know what I'm saying? This man had come and put his hands on him. The moment the hands went on Paul, I mean, Christ already spoke to him before. But I think this was also a miracle so he can believe. Now, I want you to read that and come back at me and tell me, what do you think about Paul? Um, when it happened that he got healed from his eyes, his eyes got open. So read John. If I read um, the book of John 19, verse 7, I'm not going to tell what is in there. Okay, I'm just going to tell actually Jesus prayed for us. But I'm just going to ask you to read this book of John, verse book of john chapter 19 verse 7 and tell me what you think from that um from the verse actually it just continue from that verse and tell me what you came up with okay um so anyone who will not receive the kingdom of god like a little child will never enter it mark chapter 10 verse 15 i have a knees with us she's really young she's still forming words but you know she you will be like don't touch that at the same moment and she will understand that oh she doesn't want me to touch this and she will see your changing mood from the face and then come out she would be like auntie and it's so confusing like how can you love me after me grabbing the thing out of your hand i mean she's teaching me things now i have to say Please, can I have it? And she's learning like, oh, I'm not supposed to touch it. I'm, I'm supposed to give it to her. She's learning a lot of things. And I'm learning a lot of things. I mean, a lot. I'm learning a lot from her. She has this heart that I have for a very long time. I've never seen. She would forgive you. Even though you're asking her to eat the food and she doesn't want to eat it. I mean, you're getting forced to eat the food enough. She'll be a reason for you to hate but she don't hate me. She would hug me later and kiss my face for no reason. And I'm saying, children, if we can believe like children, if it was, like, it's impossible. It's not going to work. But I have Christ. I mean, how children work, it's like they, they, they cover their eyes and ears. And they don't want to remember what happened. Because it's like they refresh their memories every second. I don't get how they work, but they kind of refresh their memories. I don't know how they do it. <clears throat> Excuse me. That's why when you hit a child, I mean, only Christ can take care of that. I mean, they don't know what to do. They cannot revenge you or do anything to, to, to fight for their own rights back. But God will do it for them. That's why please be kind with children because I know they get and they get, but please. So yeah, I read this verse and says, anyone who will not receive the kingdom of God 
like a little child who never entered it. True. You're not gonna close your eyes, cover your ears, not listen to your mind, and just go forward. Forward you go, forward and forward. This journey with Christ will be hard for you. You gotta go past everything. Everything. Pray. Now, that food that you can't eat, pray, believe, eat it. And for real, God made all this for you. And you're gonna have to suffer to eat it? Come on, God. Come on, child. You've gotta pray. Pray fast. Push your work on faith. Three steps. Start with that. Start with that first. Start with that first. And that is also what I'm always going to do. Praying fast. Yes, that is an everyday experience. And you see your levels growing. I mean, I can't believe somebody once came to me and said, I'm going to such a situation. I need you to pray for me. I was like, you trust me that much? <laughs> you know, I was in confusion. But then I got to understand. My faith. And God himself is displaying himself through me. Now, people can see God through me. They could go to pastor and find God. They could go to me and find God. They could go to somebody else and find God. That's how it works. I mean, amazing. I pray that if you're in that level, you go through another level. And if you're not there yet, please go there yet. I mean, why did I say yet? I mean, go. I pray that you reach there. And more and more and more. It's so exciting around God. So there is more healing um, <clears throat> scriptures. Excuse me. Um, there's this woman in Mark 7, verse 24 to 30. Please read it, think about it, and come back and tell us, share with us. And there's um, a new verse, another verse, this we know about. This was a woman who was subjected to um, bleeding for 12 years. Um, this is in the book of Mar- uh, Mark, uh, chapter 5, verse 25 to 34. Read it, and then come back and tell us what you think. <clears throat> Excuse me. So, um, close your eyes. I'm going to pray for you because we are at the end of the session today. Um, in, the top, um, in the Bible, I mean, in the episode of establishing a relationship with God. And we based in two books today. That is uh, book of Mark and John. Really explains the lab of Jesus and what he did. And the Bible says there are so many miracles that Jesus did around his disciples. A lot of them. But some of this were written so us so that we get to believe. <clears throat> Excuse me. So close your eyes and let's pray. Father God, I could say all these things. But if you're not part of anything, it's for nothing. I pray that you go with these people. I pray that you walk with me. I'm not going to say much, but thank you for your love. And I pray that all these people get to see is your work displayed in their lives. And get to believe 100% that you're in them. Because only when they do that, they get to experience your works in their lives. In your name I pray. Amen. Have a good day. What can I say? See you soon and share.
share and come back at us and just share more what you learned and share the link to somebody else so they get to see about um, know more about Christ and please put your work in faith I mean put your faith in work start pushing people start telling them about Christ have a lovely day a lovely weekend lovely month bless you